You're listening to Wellness Radio with Chris Joe, healing in Christ Jesus. I am here with Billy McGuigan. Billy McGuigan, it's taken us 24 minutes to get this thing launched this morning. Uh, excited about spending a little time here with my good friend, Billy. Uh, we are uh, doing a new series called Christians in Confinement. If you could read that, Christians in Confinement for COVID, having conversations, drinking coffee. So, uh, man, I tell you what, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun. We've only had one episode so far. It was J- Jason Thornton last week. Next week, I've got Trey Morgan on. But this oh, week, good. good, Billy McGuigan. I like Trey. How are you, man? I'm really good, Chris. Really good. Thanks good for good. having me on here before. For some Trey. reason, for some reason, I lost you on my audio. You can't hear me. I can hear you now. Oh, cool. Just kind of came out a second. Maybe when I talk, you can hear me. Yeah, well, I can hear you now, buddy. Okay. Hey. Uh, so Billy, we we uh, do. You, do you have something to drink there? I do. I'm drink. I'm drinking coffee. I'm a <laughs> Yeti cup, purple Yeti cup. Okay. I I was told that you might have tea today, since you are from. Yeah, I do drink tea because I like tea. Yeah, uh, I've got coffee. Yeah, this is something. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember this. We did this back in the day, but I'd say uh, I like coffee. And I like tea. I like the Java Jive. And it likes me. Coffee. Tea. Java. Me. A cup. A cup. A cup. Boy. <laughs> Thanks, Mike Weiss. I think Mike Weiss taught me that. Mike did. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you taught me that. Oh, that I got it from Mike. Okay. Well, good. That's good. I, I think both of us have gotten a lot of bad things from Mike. So that's... Yeah, we did. That's good. Um so Billy, uh, Billy and I go way back, as well as Mike Weist. Uh We go way back uh, to 1990, uh, I think it's 1996, actually. Yeah, it's probably about right, yeah. Um, so, uh, so Billy, I met you in Northern Ireland, in Banger, at your house. That's right, at the, you came for the youth rally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, and I was, was it raining? Home. Was it raining? Was it raining at that time? You know, I'm sure it was because I mean, it's Northern Ireland. Um, it's true. But I'll tell you, can I tell you what my, my favorite memory of Northern Ireland was? I mean, there's a lot of good memories, but one of them was this. I had stopped off at like this little local book sh- bookstore and bought a, like a thing about Northern Ireland, like a little travel book. Uh-huh. And one of the first things it said was, don't talk about politics and religion. And we were there as missionaries. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to get killed. <laughs> like I'm toast. Was that the time that Ryan and Judith were over too? Were they there for the youth rally? Yeah, they were. Yeah, that okay. was that was when uh, a lot of people got sick. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. Amberly, That's when all, all, all the Scottish people come over too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that one. And it's funny because um, I remember taking the Lord's Supper and we were doing one cup. We were one uh, cuppers. I remember that. I don't remember that. I think I remember you saying, let us pray quite a bit on that trip. <laughs> it was like, let us pray. 
I was very punny back then. Yeah. Oh, you maybe you're in your um, salad phase. Well, the dad jokes have not ended. Let's put it that way. So, uh, Billy, tell me, I want to tell, I'm going to actually, while you're telling me this, I'm going to make sure that we're getting this all streamed, okay? Okay. Uh, but I want you to tell me how COVID-19 has affected your life. Uh, that's, I think that's a really good question. Uh, I can tell you personally within the family and then uh, maybe at the church. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Melissa is loving it. Um, the, the, the speed of life has slowed right down. There's no soccer here, there, and everywhere running around. Um, so it's slowed down quite a bit. Uh, everybody in the house is still friendly toward each other. Everybody needs extra me time. Um, kids are struggling a little bit, especially with the kind of doing schoolwork. I'm not mm -hmm. good at doing that. Melissa's great at that. Um, and so doing the schoolwork, it's like, hey, we're not at school, so we're not doing schoolwork. So, but I think we'll find a groove there. And then concerning the church, uh, we're doing live streams on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing a devotional on uh, Wednesday nights. And then I just put it onto the church Facebook page. But my co-worker Craig has come up with a couple of great ideas about staying connected. Of course, we're using the Zoom meetings for our live groups, small groups. But Craig came up with these signs uh, and um, it started some of the people were putting them in the members' yards. It says, we're better together. We miss you. We look forward to being with you. And so we're getting a lot of good feedback on that. It's kind of like a, a porch visit. I think Jason Thornton mentioned that not in your last little yeah, time he that did. I heard him saying it. The memorial. Recently, maybe in one of his sermons about doing porch visits. So I think I stole that and ran with it. But okay. uh, church is doing great and the family's doing great, Chris. What about you? Oh, man. I'm, this has been a great time for us, I think. And, and it's funny because when we were coming into it, I thought, this is going to be a nightmare. Like it's going to be a nightmare. Like, uh, in fact, I had a, a friend, uh, I still have, a I still have a friend, uh, and he'll be on here. He'll be on here in two weeks. Jason Masteller. I don't, do you know Jason Masteller? I don't think so. Okay. He's out of Detroit. You'll, you'd like him Uh lawyer, actually Uh lawyer minister. Uh, it's kind of a, it's like a, uh, like some kind of a sitcom sounds like a sitcom set, uh, you know, premise lawyer minister but anyway yeah, out of detroit but anyway um he he was talking about like i really think people this is going to make people want church more because because huh. i've heard people say like oh man like church is going to fall apart like you know church is going to fall apart and he was like man i think it's going to make people want church more and, it, and it's funny because man i i've seen that like people are are really engaging with god during this time it's been really yes. wonderful yeah, I've noticed that. See, we were made for community, weren't we? We were made for fellowship, and we're not getting it. So I think it's going to build. Isn't that funny? People. I think I think the first couple of Sundays when we get back together are going to be bigger than normal. Yeah, I hope so. So, uh, so Billy, I, I asked you, I asked you how you were doing, and you didn't answer. <laughs> you went on to somebody else. That, uh, yeah, I, that's what I do. I deflect. Sorry uh, for being rude. I'm 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 the host on this one. Um, no, I'm doing, I'm doing good. We're doing well. Uh, things at Sunset are well. We, uh, we, you know, we've been streaming a lot, uh, yeah. actually streaming three times on, on Wednesdays now. 
which is funny because um, it took us 24 minutes to get this thing launched this morning, but I had it, I was just on a show right before this. And so you'd think it was, it would be easy, but it's, it wasn't. Yes. So, but anyway, no, things are good, man. So I, I feel really blessed. What are you teaching right now? Uh, I was going through a, a series on the spiritual disciplines with Richard Foster uh-huh. and we called it rhythm. And so I was about to wrap that up, but I've got one more left uh, and it, it will be um, celebration and worship. And I think it's going to be really fitting that that will be the first sermon to preach when we get back together. We'll be celebrating and worshiping. But on uh, Sunday or Wednesday nights, I'm going through the Gospel of Luke. Mm-hmm. So uh, I listened to Jason talk uh, and share about the widow of Nain. A great story. And I, I think I did that a couple of weeks ago. I wish I could have listened to Jason first and then shared because he had some great insights. But I'm going through the Gospel of Luke on Wednesday nights and it's going quite well. Okay, great, great. And um, so just out of curiosity, of all the, the spiritual disciplines that Foster brings up, which is your favorite? Um, I would have to, I like the solitude. Um, I like that. I like solitude, just my personality. Yeah. Um, I would say study is connected to it, um, but it's the solitude part that I like and the silence. You know, it's funny, whenever we were in Oklahoma, um, one of the congregations in town, shout out to Northridge and Shawnee, um, they uh, had asked us to do, they were doing like a community preacher thing. All the different preachers of the Church of Christ were coming in and week after week choosing one of the spiritual disciplines. And because I was the new guy, all of the really important disciplines were taken. And so all that was left was solitude. So it was like solitude, solitude. So I ended up getting it. And what I ended up doing was going camping for like a week. And I, afterwards I was like, dude, that was the best one ever. Look at that. I got to go camping. So. Yeah. I'm not a fan of camping. I like <laughs> staying in hotels. I'm bringing a tent into the hotel. <clears throat> I, I got you. Yeah. No, it was good. It was, it was good. You're like Jim Gaffigan. You're like, if camping's so good, then why are all the bugs trying to get on on the inside of the house? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So you know, everybody was a fan of camping um, back before their homes. So <laughs> that's what he says. Uh, we have homes. Okay, so uh, so Billy, one of the things uh, that you know, you have you have a pretty big fan base. I would say. I mean, actually, it was funny. I just. I went on the comments and already Jen Bell was saying, Hey, I know those two. Um, they and they so, know you. And yeah. I just happened to be Stuart McGuigan's brother. <clears throat> <laughs> is that, is that your claim to fame? Oh, no, no, it's not. It's um, Melissa's husband. Oh, okay. That's my claim to fame. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a great story. I, I, I told Billy and he actually appreciated it. I walked up to your uncle and I said, Hey, I know you. Aren't you Billy McGuigan's uncle? He probably denied it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I owed you that much after years and years of you being his his nephew. Oh yeah, uh, favorite nephew. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's Stuart. Stuart gave him the books. So what about Ian? What is Ian? Ian is related. <laughs> yeah, Ian's the second, third, fourth, fifth favorite nephew. Yeah, so he's one of the nephews. Okay. Well, you know, and it's funny because um, I know each of you guys. No, I don't know your fourth brother. 
Neil. You don't know Neil. No, I don't know Neil. Ah, Neil's worth knowing. No, it's a it's a bummer. I've met your parents. Yep. At your house. That's um, right. And then I know each of your brothers separately. Like I don't know any of you as as uh, a group. I know you all individually, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. You probably have Stuart as the favorite, though. You know, I sing in Stuart's wedding, actually. Yeah, yeah. Stuart reminds me that every so often, <laughs> and and Jason Thornton too, and a couple of the others. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuart's great. You I'm not saying he's the best, wedding. but he's great. What's that? You never sang in my wedding. You never had me. No, you did sing on one of my CDs. You That's probably awesome. don't remember that. I do. I sing like a wee angel. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, you do. That's true. Think, you do have a good singing voice. You you told that to somebody one time, and I was like, oh, he's lying. I said a wee angel. Yeah, you said a wee angel. Your cup changed, by the way. My cup overflows. Okay, so look, I think the reason we're here today is to ask you your favorite uh, story from the Bible. Okay. So what? What is now? I I I have to to explain to the audience here because I don't want anybody to look down on you. The cross is out of picture. I took away the cross. Oh, you did. Yeah, I hope you didn't choose the cross. Uh, we're all in trouble then if you took away the cross, right? Story, yeah. but yeah, um, my favorite story in the scriptures apart from the cross is in mark chapter two it's the story of the paralytic okay all right um absolutely love that story um for several different reasons of course but um uh one of the reasons i like this story because when i was in the aim program i had a, uh, an experience while i was in albany new york mm -hmm. um you, i'm okay to share this story or did can i just what do you what do we is it a bad is a bad story? Uh, no, it's a it's a pretty good story that ties in with why I like Mark too so much. Okay, well, no, it's great. Then you can share. Okay, it. Yeah. then I'll share it then. So when I lived in Albany, New York, that's where I did my aim time. I met a guy. Uh, his name was Mitch. He was okay. probably in his late twenties, but the same age I was, and he was a new Christian um, when I met him. And after a wee while, he stayed with um, me and Jason and Daniel in our apartment, and but he was struggling. Um, with this new lifestyle that he had to live. Um, and you can understand that, of course, he came out of a really tough life. And so um, he was getting frustrated quite a bit with himself. And he would tell me over and over, all people are really, from his perspective, all people are saying is, don't do this, don't do that. You can't do that anymore now that you're a Christian. And so he would, and, and that's understandable, of course. But after a while, he was just getting frustrated. And when he kind of stayed with us for a couple, I think it was a couple of months, he just ended up being really upset one night and blurting it all out. And he, and he said something like this, no one is showing me Jesus. No one's kind of walking with me to show me what he's like. And uh, I just remember that um, story. And then uh, Kerry Morris, who was the coordinator in Albany and uh, still preaches there, he's been there for 40 years probably, uh, he must have had us in the Gospels, uh, you know, reading it quite a bit. So I chose Mark because it's the shortest one. And uh, I remember being in Mark chapter 2 and hearing this story of the, the paralytic and the four friends and being uh, bringing them to Jesus and whatnot. And I just thought about Mitch and no one's really helping him 
to get to Jesus. It's all really do's and don'ts. And um, so a couple of wee um, devotionals came out of this interaction with Mitch. And then I, I ended up writing a song about it. Um, the song was called Misha Harry. Uh, it was on the, the uh, one of the first uh, albums I did, the CD. Um, and uh, it was after him. His real name was Misha Harry. Um, and uh, I did the story through, or the song through his perspective, the cripple's perspective of, of what was going on. And so um, that's the reason why, uh, one of the reasons why I like this story. But there's also a connection, you know, with us in it as well. Um that we're the cripple and we need the help from Jesus. But not just that we're the cripple, of course, but we need people in our lives who are going to show us what Jesus is. And I kind of use that in the song to bring us to Jesus, to help us, to carry us to see who Jesus is. So that's, um, I could develop that a little bit, um, but uh, that's why I like Mark chapter two and that story. You know, it's funny because sometimes we minimize the role of friendship and Christian wow. friendship in, in life. Um, but, but you're saying, Hey, here's a story that I really connect to because of Christian friends who help people get through the, the walls, the barriers between them and Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course the story isn't about the, the friends or the Pharisees watching. It's about Jesus. We know that. And that he has authority to forgive sins. That's in there, of course. And I'm very happy that I've got forgiveness of sins. But the, the, the story grabbed me because of the friends. I think it says in there, Jesus saw their faith. And maybe it's his as well as the friends. And uh, there's something about that. And I just kind of going back to the, the, I said earlier on about the relationships and we were made for community you know, and we're all missing it. So when we get back to church, everybody's going to be really excited about it and whatnot. But I, I just think the importance of friends in our lives to help us on our walk with God. So that, that's a, a, um, a perspective from that story that I really enjoy. And it makes me reflect on the friends that I do have in my own life um, that help me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're like me, Billy, but I, I struggle to... Um to pray consistently for my friends. Uh -huh. It's easy. It's easy for me to pray uh, easier for me to pray for family uh, or individual needs, or maybe the immediate crisis, the crisis that's just come, come up, but to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to really dedicate time um, in prayer for, for friendship. Can you hear yes. me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Some something was uh, acting up on my computer. So yeah, uh, just this idea, kind of the idea of hey, yeah, I'm going to really give some good time for my friends because I think I think our friends need us. Um, we know we need our friends, but our friends yes. need us too. And yes. it'd be easy for the guy who was uh, brought through the through the floor through the roof to um, to say hey, yeah, I needed my friends, but um, but to respond and, and really think about what their needs are, to think about what they need and how can I serve them? Um, I, I tend to be, um, I, I, a lot of times I don't think about what I'm offering my friends. I think about what they're offering me. 
Yes, and I, yeah, and I, I understand that. I just think about trying to be intentional in our friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you, you, here's you doing all this wonderful work for God and the busyness of everything. And sometimes we might think, well, Chris doesn't need anything when it's not true that you do. You'd need encouragement to continue on. So I try to be very intentional with people and, and talking about praying. Um, I, I will ask them, I'll usually text them and say, what can I pray for? Yeah. If it's not through, you know, instant messenger or something like that and ask them, what can I pray for for you? Because people need encouragement. Uh, we do need the friends. Again, we're made for community and fellowship and whatnot. But uh, I try to be very intentional with encouraging people. I want to encourage the encouragers like you are an encourager. And you've got a big influence on people. I want to encourage you. Uh, I want to encourage Jason too, uh, you know, Jason Thornton, and anybody else that I know who, uh, who I think needs it. I want to intentionally encourage people, encourage the encouragers. Well, it's it's funny because I that is a quality about you that I I remember very specifically multiple times where you've reached out to me and said, "Hey, what can I be praying for you about?" And and really out of the clear blue. Um, Maybe we hadn't seen each other in a year and I'll get a message from you. Hey, what can I be praying for you about? So, uh, yeah, that's, that's huge. Um, it is. Thank you for saying that. That encourages me to keep doing it. Yeah. So here we're with Billy McGuigan. Uh, so Billy, uh, what, let me just ask you this. Is there anything we could be praying for you about right now? Anything? There's probably uh, a bunch of people watching at this very moment. Anything that we could be praying for you about? Uh, yeah, uh, just pray for ministry, pray that I can be what I just said uh, I like to be, to encourage the encouragers. Um, it, it Sometimes people fall through the cracks, and I don't want that to happen. So just usually when people come to my mind, I'll want to reach out to them and pray for them. But pray that I have the right words for them. Um, pray for myself personally uh, to stay encouraged. And uh, because it's easy to go into the cave and hide, Um, pray for my family, pray for Melissa, pray for the ministry, uh, pray for people that I'll be able to influence all those things and more, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we would just want to encourage the the people watching to say that you can pray for Billy, that these things are uh, things are important Uh, as a minister. He he needs your prayers. Um, you just think about the target maybe that would be on God's ministers. Um, seen, seen lately, a lot of ministers really struggling, uh, in, in their marriages and different things. So please be praying for this brother, pray for his needs and what, um, you know, just the things that he's mentioned here today for his family. Yeah, uh, so you. Billy, uh, just, I just want to kind of wrap this up. I want to ask you some just generic questions um, or some maybe just qu- questions that I've always wanted to know about you. Okay. So here we go. So this is just a random, I'm just going to hit you with some questions here. I've always can wanted I plead to know. the fifth on any of them or no, uh, you, you, know, you can, you can, okay. I mean, you can, you can do it. Um, okay. Does it get annoying when people, um, ask you Irish related questions? Does that ever get annoying? <clears throat> No, it doesn't. What does annoy me is when they try to do the accent. Okay. 
<laughs> so I've got to take off uh, yeah, question number four people here. Write, take notes from this. <clears throat> they need to take notes. Okay. I remember one time this lady trying to do it for 30 minutes and it was terrible. Yeah. Do you remember the little phrase that you and I used to do? I got, I got the gold. Oh yeah. I got the gold. I was going to say I'm after the lucky charms. Yeah. Yeah. That I was the other. I got the gold. I got the gold. Yeah. You did um, it much better than me. No, Al, it's my accent. Um, or as I like to say, accident. Uh, do you like Lucky Charms? This is, this is one of my questions. Do you like? Uh, I don't know if I've ever, ever had them or not. Because <laughs> you can't get them in Ireland. You can't get them in Ireland. You only get them here in America. So I might have tasted them. Maybe one of the kids wanted them. But I'm more of a kind of frosted mini wheat guy or Cheerios. See, now I feel bad. I was going to send you a care package with some Lucky Charms and some four-leaf clovers and things oh, to bring man. you back to the homeland, you know? Oh, uh, no, you you could send Galaxy chocolate. Oh, yeah, Galaxy. Okay. Did you ever like if Arrow? You, if you love Jesus, you would. Did you ever like Arrow? Arrow, love them, yeah. Yeah. Did Any you ever, kind of chocolate over there. Did you ever have like a McDonald's ice cream with a flake in it? Oh, I, I, we, we call it the 99 yeah, ice cream yeah. cone with a flake in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If I, oh yeah. I'd miss those. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day who likes the galaxy ripples, which I love too. Yeah. You, you know what? I always, the galaxy ripple, which is kind of like a flake. I always like the buttons. Um, uh, yeah. The milky buttons, buttons. Yeah. The white yeah. ones. Um, have you ever had a Knickerbocker glory? No, it's no, that doesn't. There may be a Scottish. It may be a Scottish. <laughs> a knickerbocker glory. I've heard the. I've heard that one. Is it? Yeah, it's a. Um, it's a parfait. With different, you know what a parfait is? I do. Yeah. With it's different layers of ice cream with different things. It's like fruit. The person who introduced this to me is a mutual, um, mutual acquaintance of our mutual friend of ours, Mister Billy. Wilson. Oh, Billy Wilson. <laughs> Billy Wilson introduced me. Glory. It doesn't sound Scottish. I think though. he took me to Corby. Shout out to Billy. Took yeah. me to Corby. We we went pike fishing. There's a lot to this. Do you know the pike story? Anyway, that's all. I think so. Story. Okay. And uh, he introduced me. It's a parfait. You, you ever had a parfait? Didn't you just ask me that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I did. Um, I know what it is. I don't know if I've ever had one. I can't remember. How much do you like biscuits? and uh tea tea and biscuits oh uh, it depends on the biscuit yeah if it's uh if it's a um one covered in chocolate i love it you like digestive digestive mm, they're good do you like uh milk or dark uh milk i prefer milk mm. okay but, but uh they're good so the 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 theory is that you guys over there only eat chocolate like a lot you just eat eat a lot of chocolate <laughs> that's true i grew up on chocolate for the most part yeah yeah you guys were like sucking on that instead of a pacifier right something like that yeah yeah so billy asked me if we if we had um if we drank coca-cola out of the bottle as a baby like baby bottle you know all right but yeah okay so lucky charms not that's not your thing huh nope Okay, can we walk away with one fact about you that we that we don't know? Is there one fact you could give us about yourself that people maybe don't know? 
Um, am, am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> now, um, uh, I, I, I write music. Uh, maybe our people may know that. Um, yeah. I've got, um, I'm insecure. Maybe people don't know that. I don't about think people me. wouldn't know that. I don't think people would know that. Yeah, I'm an That's... insecure person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we didn't have to go that deep, but that's good. Well, you, there you go. Hey, uh, now <laughs> let me ask you this: When are you speaking next? When's your next kind of public thing? Uh, well, church on Sunday, the, the live <laughs> the live stream. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I, I assume Pepper is Pepperdine off the uh, agenda. Uh, I don't for know. I I haven't spoken to Pepperdine since Jerry uh, Rushford stopped. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. uh, yeah. Um, but um, I was supposed to be, at, uh, funny enough, I was supposed to be at Trey Morgan's church the week after uh, Easter. And, uh, and the thing is, Trey wasn't even going to be there either. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't going to be there for the first session. There's this kind of uh, frenemy thing with me and Trey. He never comes to my keynotes at Red River. And I always come to his. So I give him a hard time. So he's probably watching this and he'll make mention of me next week. But I'm glad I'm before him. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Look at you. You're you're before yeah. him. But it could be that uh, you're opening for him. Maybe you're the opening. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm the opening act for Trey and then he can clean up my mess. All right, Billy. Well, hey man, I love you. Appreciate you. Thanks so much for for uh, being on with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And um man, always a blessing. Mark chapter 2. You've opened my eyes to the to the idea of friendship. I think that's Amen. that's huge here. So uh, thank you for that. And um, man, look forward to catching you next time. Thanks for being on. Uh, once again, in case you hadn't heard, this is a show that we're doing just during this time. Because hey, man, it's a, it's a tough time in history. It's called Christians in conversation or Christians in containment confinement, excuse me, for COVID having conversations, drinking coffee. I butchered that. But hey, that's that's what it is. So, hey, man, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, next week, Trey Morgan, looking forward to that as well. Thank you, Chris. All right. Catch you later, bro. Bye-bye.